listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 206 for September 7th, 2018. This week, we talk about teens leaving social media, mutual breakups, new K-pop music, taking selfies, crazy rich Asians, and Joe's cheese of the week. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, peppy, 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 pappy, peppy, poopy. Pee-pee? Oh, Pee-pee the Frog? Is that who's here today? I remember Pee-pee. Your favorite Pee-pee the... I hate it. Pee? That you called him Pee-pee. Honestly, he he deserves to be called Pee-pee. Well, yeah. Yeah, oh, rest in peace, Pee-pee. Does anyone really talk about Pepe the Frog anymore? Or is he just like an alt-right symbol now? Has he, like, been taken over? I don't know. I'm not sure anyone... I don't don't think we're allowed to like Pepe. Okay. Well, rest in Pee-pee. I think he's down there now. Yep. He's down there with all the other dead memes. I'm good. Um, Surprisingly, I'm not burning up uh, because it's like 150,000 degrees in D.C. and it's only 75 here in Missoula. So. um. Wow. Thanks for hate criming me. First thing, like this fucking heat wave. Yeah. I woke up at 11 a.m. It was already 95 degrees. It felt like 116, it said. Wow. Humidity was 91. Well, I guess I'm not the one hate criming you. It's Jesus. Jesus hates the gays and he's fighting you. What are you, a Republican? You blaming this on religion, honey? You blaming um, the, no. Yes. This is science. This oh. is climate change, honey. Oh, that's fake climate news, change. according to the Republicans. This, this is the this is the uh, the climate change. And I it's guess. Uh, I don't changing. Know. I actually, I honestly cannot go outside for like very long without getting sick. Like you know how they put out they put out the heat advisory warnings and they they say like old people and Joseph don't go outside. Today, exactly. They specifically they name you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I'm literally dying. You're fragile. You're a fragile little, you're like fine china. Only if fine china was made out of Walmart great value plastic. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. Great value Where'd brand. Where'd you get is, my wedding registry? Huh? Right. Great value. Honey? Great value brand is the Chinet of Arkansas. I'm really pissed because, you know, I've been trying to stay hydrated, you know. Well, doesn't that and, require, are you, okay, are you one of those people that hate water, like hate the taste of water? Did you not listen to me at all two episodes ago when I went on the craziest rant about water and how it's fake news that anybody likes water? You're lying to me if you like water. You don't. I just tune you lie. out the entire hour. <laughs> it's, it's fair. Just, it's it's 100% noise. fair. It's white noise. Um, no, I hate water. There's no taste to it. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No taste. Well, yeah, water's supposed to be pretty fucking neutral. I don't know. It's awful. It's literally awful. But I've started drinking it. I've been trying to get my eight glasses a day. And I'm really pissed to say I feel better when I'm hydrated. Hmm. It's like they are on to something. It's like they're on to something, honey. Honey. Eight eight glasses a day for your body. I feel like you'd get water intoxication. (laughs) Water. What's it called? Water poisoning? Yeah. Isn't it called called water intoxication? Water Water intoxication. Don't you like drown yourself? I had an anxiety attack yesterday. And let me tell you, I thought I was going to die. I drank a glass of water. Still thought I was going to die. There was no resolution. Honey, they didn't, they didn't have any clonopin in that in the water supply in D.C. <laughs> no, they need to. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Our government would run a lot smoother. Let me tell you, honey. Wait, is, is that yeah, an antidepressant? Okay. No, it's a uh, it it's a uh, treats panic disorders and anxiety. It can also treat oh, seizures. God, let me go ask my doctor about that real quick because I, I think clonopin's one of those where like you take it like when you have an anxiety attack. It's not like an antidepressant where you like take it like all the time. That's fine. 
You just you pop a pill when you're like, uh oh, which would be daily for me, which mm-hmm. would be my daily pill for me. Well, you know, with with insurance <laughs> and your dog having allergies and uh, you having migraines. Honestly, I this is why assisted suicide should it. be legal. It's not is that worth too it. dark. To have to go that was that. a joke. I'd rather sorry. have the anxiety attack than deal with. So what co- was is it? Ju- was it just, you know, everything piling up? Oh, no, it was just 100 percent out of the blue. I started sweating profusely when I oh, get anxiety. I love attacks, the flops. They sweats. start with like s- sweating and I feel like I have a fever because I get really cold mm-hmm. and I just feel like I'm going to faint and I'm terror. There's terror coursing through my veins and I have to sit there. And what I did was I ate crackers with honey on them. What? I don't know why. In my mind, I was like, this is the only thing that's going to keep me alive. And so I was eating. <laughs> crackers and honey? What a combination. I was like, this is like another milk and fish stick honey. situation. I was dumping honey on Keebler crackers. Wow, you were you were panicking. That is a panic move. It was literally a panic attack, like panicky. <laughs> oh, I don't, there's no controlling my mind when they happen. Oh my God. Speaking do, of crackers, do honey, they do they happen often? I've been getting them like a lot more often than I used to. Well, like, is it honestly, just because that you're more like stressed out of of because of like a, a bunch of shits happening, or is it like I don't know? It could be. I don't know. I've been meaning to talk to the doctor about it, but last time I did. I don't feel like she gave me good advice. I feel like I need to go to a different doctor Did she about say, it. like, book it up? Well, kind of. She asked me if I was controlling it well, and I kind of lied and told her I was. Because sometimes you lie at the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have, and so she didn't really understand. There was no way of her to know how serious it's yeah. gotten. Yeah, you got to communicate. So, you got to... Did you know that communication works? Did you know that water hydrates the body? Joe didn't. Guess what? What? It's cheese of the week. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say it's Jesus week. And I was like, okay. It's Jesus of week. <laughs> the Jesus of the week. Okay, so what's your, is it, uh, what's your fucking cheese? God, <laughs> uh, the goddamn week. This Joe. week, I took one of your, uh, one of yours. So last week it was Jarlsberg, mm-hmm. pronounced Jarlsberg, mm-hmm. for all of you uh, cheese noobs. Cheese heads. Cheese noobs. Uh, this week it was Gruyere. <gasps> Ah, I looks love a like it's pronounced Gruyere. Not the case. Mm, Gruyere. What do you think? Uh, from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So it's is that cheese. it? Yeah, it's, cheese a, from, it's a cheese from, from Switzerland. Switzerland. That's Joe's review. I think that Gruyere means cheddar in Swiss because it tastes like fucking cheddar. I, I feel like okay. I, you're. I think you're having a situation where like you know how everyone who's had like alligator meat says, oh, it tastes like chicken. And then they have a different type of meat. And they're like, oh, it tastes like chicken. I think for you, your default is cheddar. Like, it's just like, oh, it tastes like cheddar. Oh, mm, tastes like cheddar. A nice smoked cheddar. It it doesn't really taste like... I mean, it's very... It feels very similar to mm-hmm. cheddar, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get how it's not cheddar. Yeah, yeah. I get how it's not. It's like um, cheddar, but it's not. It's like cheddar, but not. That's my cheese review. I'm so, going to have a cheese review blog. Oh my god, can't wait. Cheesereview.blogspot.com <laughs> Did you know that... Hold on, let me... Okay, did you know that cheese can be assertive? Because according to the Wikipedia page... What's it What's it gonna often, do? What? It's gonna be assertive? Is it, is oh, it gonna honey, whip me in bed? I love a dom cheese. Love okay. a dom cheese. I love a dom cheese. Uh, described as creamy and nutty when young, becoming more assertive, earthy, and complex as it matures. So oh, honey, assertive. Complex. Mm-hmm. Isn't this a... 
it's a uh, it's a metaphor. This cheese is a metaphor for our lives. We need to be more complex, like a like a good we're aged all nutty. cheese. We're all nutty when we're young, and then we get complex. Young and nut part two. Life get what? Young and free. Oh, see, it's Don't funny because you, you forgot about, about it. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me about that again. So, okay, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you think that Gruyere smells like feet? I didn't think it smelled too much like feet. Does it supposed to smell like feet? Well, I I don't smell a lot of feet. I don't have a lot of like my feet are really clean. I know that you bathe differently feet. than. <laughs> I know that your uh, hygiene habits are different from mine. They're questionable. We, we could say I haven't uh, showered since two thousand four. <laughs> it it does not smell like feet to me, but I don't smell. Does it feet just smell often. like cheese to you? It just smelled like cheese. So I don't did, know how aged it was, though. I have no idea. It came from a wheel, and they just gave it to me. The wheel and I didn't get to read the wheel. I didn't get to read the label wheel, the mm-hmm. label on the wheel. So how did you eat this Gruyere? Did you melt it? Did you just have it on a cracker? Um, on a Keebler cracker, sweetheart. Mm. Okay. How else did you eat? How else would you eat That's cheese? how the professionals eat cheese. They put it on a cube. Uh, what else? Would I, how, there's no other way to eat cheese. You could say you're... Except on a nice Keebler. What are they called? The buttery ones? I don't know. Is it the whisker. club club crackers. Club crackers. Not even know what the fuck crackers you're buying. Not whisker crackers. You could not say you're else. not really keeping up with the Kardashians. Anyone? What? No. Any anyone? What's the key? Wait, what were we talking about? Keebler. Keebler. Keeping up with the Kardashians. The joke isn't funny if I need to explain it to you, Joseph. And that's this week's episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So what's your cheese of the week going to be next week so I can actually prepare myself? Or do you not I know? know. It's, Someone recommended it's com- what, Comte? Is that oh, yeah, a cheese? Comte. I don't know how to pronounce it, but like, yeah, it's a, it's one of those that they, a lot of the times Comte. they use Comte, Comte, Compton, Complex. They use Give that. Give me a slice of Comte. They use, they use that in, um... Uh, fondue sometimes because it's a good melter. She's oh, a fondue. melter. Maybe I've had it. <gasps> oh my god, are you? I've had be- fancy restaurant fondue. Honey, well, the thing honey. is, now that you're Sit becoming down in a booth, why is it always in cheese. a booth? Oh, the fanciest things happen in booths. Isn't honey. there like a restaurant that's like only fondue? What's that place called? The Melting Pot. Oh, that's the place. I've heard mixed. That's reviews. where I went. I feel like they all closed down, but I'm not entirely sure because I thought Fazoli's closed down and they didn't. Pasta Fazoli. Sorry. That is amazing Italian. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, since you're becoming <laughs> a cheese head, since you're trying more cheeses, I like I'm ready for you to like surprise Justin when he comes home for dinner one day and you're in your like 1950s. Like you got your hair up and your apron on <gasps> and you have fondue ready for him. Oh, I thought you were going to say and I was making my own cheese. <laughs> Um, I, <gasps> I can mean, make cheese. You can. That's there's like whole like cheese like there is a whole cheese making part of YouTube. That could be your new YouTube career. You could abandon the gaming channel and turn it into like Joe's cheese making 101. I'd I watch feel like it. that would take forever because don't you you chi- you put them in a basement for like years. Well, months. yeah, it, it depends on the cheese. Um, but a lot of cheese is aged, like a, like an aged cheddar. You age it for six months. That's six months of your life flying by while your cheese just waits there. I just learned they use what is it called? Rent, rent it, rent it. Yeah, it's like comes from the stomach of like a baby cow. Yeah, that's and it's why like how they ferment the cheese. Yeah, that's why. Like, I mean, cheese is like a it's a animal product because it's from milk and milk what? comes from animals. Surprise. <laughs> Um, but like there's, um, I, there's some vegetarians don't eat cheese, like 
vegans obviously they don't eat cheese because it's made for milk and milk's an animal product but vegetarians a lot of some of them not a lot of them but some of them don't eat cheese because unless it's a cheese that's made with a process that rennet wasn't used because rennet comes like you how do you harvest rennet from a cow you probably have to kill the cow to get the rennet out of its stomach right i don't know cheese. i don't know how i don't know how it's but there extraction of calf rennet extracted from the inner mucosa of the fourth stomach chamber of young unweaned calves as part of livestock butchering. Yeah. I would assume the butchering means they die. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they die. So there are some cheeses that can be made without rennet. They use like a like a, a replacement, something that isn't animal based to coagulate the um the cheese, the, the curds. All right. Now you're just making up words. I know. I, I hate the word coagulation because it makes me think of blood. But like that's what happens when, you know, when they add rennet to cheese. That's how you get the curds and whey. It coagulates. Now you know. Cheese 101. No, it's cheese of the week. Uh, cheese of the 101 week. Week this weekend, cheese. Oh, my God. We need to start a new podcast. That's what the podcast will be adjusted. It's never going to come to fruition. That's what it's going to be about. It's going to be him Let's talking just... about whatever TV show he wants to talk about and you talking about cheese. And it's like each conversation's happening fully in one ear and the other ear. And so it's like people talking at you and you can't understand what's going on. That's like ASMR. Okay. Yeah, you could say that. Have you seen that All girl, right. that like seven-year-old, like redhead girl that's like taking over the ASMR community and she's like amazing? No, I only listen to male ASMR. Um, is that sexist? I don't know. The male voices are, they calm me down when oh, they're wow. telling me, you know, like, oh, I'm going to smother you with this pillow. And... Mm, someone's a sub. It's no. you. <laughs> I don't know. This whole podcast so far has been problematic. I mean, no, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know her. Um, I don't know. I her. think her name's Mac or whatever, like M-A-K, Mac ASMR. Let me look her up. Um, Yeah. Life with Mac. Um, and she makes like a bunch of ASMR videos. She's like, she's really young, but she's like super sassy and amazing. And the gays have claimed her as her own. Like a bunch of her videos have gone viral over the past couple weeks. Um, and they're pretty funny. But I think I said before that ASMR kind of creeps me out. And I think it used to creep you out. And then you found like some ASMR that didn't creep you out. And you like only stick with that. Like you stay yeah. in your ASMR lane or whatever. In my ASMR lane, honey. <laughs> 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 I don't know. There's a lot of like creepy ASMR that like I can't get behind. I don't know what it is. It just like it gives me the tingles in like a bad way. Like I'm going to get murdered. Speaking of logging off the Internet. Oh, OK. Um, Something I should do. Log off. <laughs> Have you seen, honey, let me catch up on what the teens are doing. The teens are logging off the Internet. Oh, finally. They're leaving. Have you heard? Have you heard? I haven't okay. because no one's told me because they're all off the Internet. Oh, my God. Okay, See? Generation Z. This is from The Gordian. Uh, Generation Z is logging off. Okay, listen to this. There was a, a study, honey, a, a survey even. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> of British school children found that 63% would be happy if social media had never been invented. Uh, another survey, 9,000 Internet users from a different research place found that people aged 18 to 24 had significantly changed attitudes toward social towards social media in the past two years. So originally 66% of the demographic agreed with the statement social media is important to me. Uh, and that was in 2016. Now only 57% are claiming it's important to them in 2018. Hmm. Um, older generations, however, are increasingly embracing it. Uh, 45 plus age bracket, uh, social media usage increased from 23 to 28 percent 
in the last year, according to this data. Is that like all old people going to Facebook? Like, is that what that percentage is? I think so. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, There was another in the U.S. So those were like British, I think. In the Mm -hmm. U.S., a marketing firm did a thing of Gen Z, people born after 1995. Half of those surveyed stated they had quit or were considering quitting at least one social media platform. Um, So they say, quote, significant cracks are beginning to show. Oh my God, like the cracks in my face. Oh, face crack of the century. Face crack of the century. Honey, the teens are over it. And I agree with them. Honestly, yeah. Um, I, just, I don't have, the, them, I don't have the willpower to actually log off. I'm, I'm hooked. Hooked line and sinker. I'm going down with this ship. They interviewed some people. One of the people, 18, he says, it's a competition for who can appear the happiest. If you're not happy and want to vent about it on social media, you're attention seeking. A uh, 16-year-old said, uh, you start doing things that are dishonest, like Instagram. I was presenting this dishonest version of myself on a platform where most people were presenting dishonest versions of themselves. Well, they're catching on. I feel yep. like these are things that we've known forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it would be interesting to see. I don't know how young kids are when they get their first social media social media accounts now. Because well, I was yeah. like 18, you know, like mm-hmm. it was that's when it started. And that's when I was. Well, and, and I don't remember Facebook in high school. We did have Facebook in high school. It was like kind of just beginning. And we had MySpace before that. But mm-hmm. I didn't do MySpace. I never got into MySpace. I had a MySpace for like a year and it was only because my sister had one. And I was really young. I was like 13, 14 and I deleted it. Mm-hmm. So don't go looking for it. Um, but it's like some of those websites like Facebook in particular, they have definitely have an, an like a, an age limit. Like, aren't you supposed to be at least like 16 to get an account? Not like it matters because like no one follows that rule. But like, I'm curious because who reads the terms of service nowadays? You're selling your soul to the devil anyway when you sign up for a social media website. So why, you know, whatever. So it'll be a surprise when you die. But I'm curious, does Twitter have an age limit? Like, are you supposed to be a specific age in order to join Twitter? Does Facebook still have this age limit? And like, what? I'm curious, like what the if there are age limits and what the actual average age of people signing up for the platform actually is like, like, what's the youngest age on average that people sign up for Facebook or Twitter? I think that probably like it seems like the earlier you get into it, the more you would realize that it's kind of like a toxic world. Right. It's like it's like it's like not early so you can learn early. And then, like, by the time you're 18, then they're, like, over it. Well, the thing is, is, like, there's a there's a complete correlation with the amount that I used Facebook and the amount of my family that started signing up for Facebook, like old people. Like, the more of my family yeah. that signed up for Facebook, the less I used it. And, and I don't know if it's just because that, like, I got over Facebook over time or if that actually had something to do with the fact that, like, oh, I don't enjoy using this platform anymore. I've moved on to Twitter. I've moved on to you know, Reddit, like a fucking neckbeard. I've moved on to, you know, Google News. Like I'm, I've moved on to, I communicate on better social media, uh, mostly Twitter. Like, like I, I spent all of my time communicating with people like 90% of the time on Twitter. I log into Facebook like once a week to like look at family pictures, but I never comment on anything. Like I, I never like anything. Like I, it's, it's like dead. It's like dead to me. And so I don't know if it's because of like an influx of older people or an influx of my family, which are older people, or if I just got over it over time. I guess I'll never know. I think it 
It more has to do with me with like Facebook, I would describe as my hometown. Mm. And in my hometown, I Your go hometown to the grocery store. On the internet. Like where I grew up in Arkansas, I, I would go to the grocery store. I would see maybe like 10 people I knew. None of those people I knew by choice. I knew them either through school mm-hmm. or because you, they were you know, they're like family you. friends. They weren't people I chose to know. And quite frankly, I didn't want to see them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I feel. And those are my Facebook friends. You know, oh, like okay. Facebook is for those people who I know in real life, but like not a lot of it was by choice. Right. Honestly. You know, in real life, and, but you don't really care about. Yeah. And I don't and I don't feel the need to be to, I, I don't want to put energy into those relationships. That's why I don't use Facebook. Right. Like, exactly. I'll read like my dad's posts sometimes. And, you know, I like to see posts about the kids and whatever. But yeah, that's it. Well, like, I, I guess kind of what I realized over time is like, I don't need to know everything about my family all the time. Like, I don't need that no. in my life. Like, I don't no. I don't need to know a lot about anyone, regardless of my family or not all the time. Um, it's just like, I, I don't, I could be spending my time doing other things like reading about video games or uh, I don't know, sleeping, you know? Yeah. And like Twitter and Instagram are more like, I've kept my Instagram very separate from my Facebook. I know they're under the same company, mm-hmm. but I don't like my Instagram doesn't really have anything to do with my Facebook. It's a completely separate online medium for me. Yeah. Um, Because I know a lot of people connect them. A lot of people connect them and like cross post and whatever. Mm -hmm. But like I feel like those are the people who I've chosen to talk to and who Mm. like me because of the person I've projected from of my Internet self. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I go when I go walk down the street in D.C. and I see people I know as opposed to my hometown, like I see my neighbor and I've chosen to meet him Mm -hmm. and have conversations with him. I see a dog walker that I know. And I've chosen to know him. And it's not pain. It's not painful interactions. Mm-hmm. It's more like they know me. They know who I am. I don't know. No, that makes sense. Twitter, though, I feel like Twitter has gone downhill. Like, oh, I, yeah. I haven't been using Twitter as much, even though Twitter's probably still my favorite. But I just don't know what to post. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say anymore. Everything's been said. Everything's been said. Oh, my God. That is probably the fucking truth on social media. Everything's been said. You make a joke. Somebody's already made it. Right. Like, it's just there's almost nothing to say. And my life's just not interesting. I record videos. I take care of my dog's allergies. You know? Well, at least you aren't like, trying to, you know, you aren't, you aren't trying to pretend like you're, you know, really interesting when you're not. I don't know. I'm super I boring. Guess. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. But like, like I said before, like, I feel like. Facebook, I feel like I would enjoy Facebook a lot more if I, you know, if I chose my friends and like redid my friends list and actually had people that I care about on there. But like, I don't think like I don't think Facebook deserves all that effort. Like, I, I'm not going to put that amount of effort into Facebook when I'm already like, eh, like I'm getting the needs that I like the fulfillment that I need that Facebook could be filling that hole, mm, fill that hole Facebook I'm getting from other places. Ugh. So it's like I don't I don't want to put in the energy to like completely redo my friends list on Facebook or whatever. I'm like, oh, like I'm the people that I care about. I'm getting into contact with in other means, just not through Facebook. So I'm just not going to Facebook just not isn't a think, priority for me. I don't think any of it fulfills me anymore. <laughs> really? You're just an empty <laughs> I void. I don't think. No, I don't know if I was ever fulfilled by it. I mm-hmm. think it's only I, d- I really don't like posting selfies. I hate posting selfies. I, there's a study that I also have this week about um Posting selfies and how it affects body image in young women, even edited selfies. Mm. Like people felt worse about themselves after posting selfies online. And I, I don't like pointing the camera that way. I don't, I know what I fucking look like. I don't need it on my account. 
You right? know, it's crazy. I go to some people's Instagrams and they have the exact same expression and it's the exact same selfie, just a different outfit and a different background in every picture. And I'm like, I don't want to see like if I follow you, I probably know what you look like. And if I follow you because you post like pictures of something else, then I don't really probably don't really care what you look like. Mm. And I don't know. I think that's just I think social media is too much like looking in a mirror and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, though, because the pictures that I post that have my face in it get the most likes. Mm. And it's and I'm like, no, like this picture of the park that I took. Right. Because exactly. <laughs> that was a fun day. That was a fun outing. And you don't need to see me in that picture. Well, the thing is, is like in the in the beginnings of Instagram, like you go to everyone's Instagram, like they're the first photos they ever took on Instagram. It's never selfies. It's always. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. So like Instagram used to not be like selfie hell 2018. It used to be like, oh, look at this. You know, oh, I'm so artsy. Here's this fucking shitty filter I put on it. And it was like of a park or of a tree or of a flower. It was never themselves. And then it turned into, oh, outfit of the day. Oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. Oh, my God. I remember remember Daily Daily Booth. Booth? I think, yeah, I think Daily Booth started that. And so people then had to, you know, post their selfies somewhere else, I guess. Instagram is the new Daily Booth. It kind of is in a big way. God, Daily Booth was way ahead of its time. I, I really, I don't really follow people who... Like, I don't really follow people I know in real life on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I don't really follow people who are heavily weighted towards selfies. Yeah. And that's fine if that's, like, your gig or whatever, that's, like, mm-hmm. your thing. But I don't know. It's I, I see people. I know what people look like, and I don't yeah. need to see them every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I, don't, I don't need to look don't at like you every goddamn people. day in the same I fucking mirror. I don't look at people. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's like, okay, great. Absolutely that's great not. that you look cute, but I don't need to know that you look cute every day. Like, I'm glad you like you think you look cute, but I don't need to know. So I I like I use my Instagram stories a lot, Mm -hmm. but I I hate that I have to save what I consider in my mind to be like the best pictures for my actual Instagram feed, you know? Mm, Yeah, because there are a lot of things I'd like to post on my feed, but you're like, oh, I can't fill it up with shit. Like it's this some like holy fucking sacred piece of shit. And I shouldn't. I should just not really care that much. Right, exactly. But I don't know. I I feel that. I feel that. Instagram is like a it's like an untapped well for me because like I stopped using Instagram like 2 years ago and I haven't I don't like I I haven't been around since they introduced Instagram Stories. Like I know exactly what it is. It's like Snapchat Stories only for Instagram, but it's like I I just I haven't I I haven't logged back into my Instagram account for years and I don't really know why. I just like haven't installed the app. I'm just like I'm I'm just not using it. But it's really interesting, like, I wonder if I were to install Instagram and, like, made it, like, and and made an effort to use it, I wonder if I'd like it or not. Like, I wonder if it would fulfill something, like you were talking about. Or if it would just be another empty, useless, you know, app for me to complain about. But I guess it depends on on expectations, too. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. A lot of these, I guess a lot of these teenagers are signing up for social media. One, I think a lot of people think they're going to get on social media and become like social media famous. Yeah, that, that's a huge thing. People, people when, like, are using social media to become famous or like that's their end goal, which is and so problematic. Then everyone just turns into like this troll meme machine. I love like, a meme machine. Like I could throw a rock and everyone's posting like the same sassy gifts. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I don't understand why people turn into the trolls that they do online. Well, we've been there. 
Honey. Oh, honey, I've been there. We've been there. It's, mm-hmm. I guess it might be an age thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna handwrite you memes and send it to you in the mail. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so cute. Handwrite right? me some memes. Oh my god, and just send it to Joe, and then he just throws them in the I'll fire. Snail mail, read it. Throw them in the fire for firewood <laughs> because I've unplugged the entire house. Yeah, exactly. I'll draw some really uh, crude images of Pepe the Frog. Sad. Well, I'm not deleting my social media anytime soon. I think the one thing that's more annoying than people just using social media all the time are people that complain about social media online like we're doing. Or what's even worse is people who are like tweeting like, oh, my God, I hate Twitter. I'm going to delete my Twitter account. Tweet. It's like, what? Like, don't tweet that. Just do it. Just pull the trigger piglet. Well, the worst thing is you go to read someone's Twitter bio and it says, this is my second account. I got mad and deleted my first one. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, my well, God. just stay off of it. It's yeah, going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. Like, just like, delete the app on your phone. Go outside. You had a good idea the first time. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't want you. Get out. Get out. Get Shoot. out. Skadoodle. Anyways, uh, should we move uh, on to our, our favorite things? Because obviously social media ain't our favorite thing. At that thing. time, these are a few of our favorite things. So this is, is just a rant Is video, your favorite basically. thing this week the, the is it Gigi, Hey Gigi, or <gasps> is it Sun Me's new song? You mean Oh Gigi. Well, both uh, of them. Uh, I do love both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is Gigi. Okay. It is definitely Gigi. Little Touch. Oh, give me little that Little Touch. touch. By the new Girls' Generation subunit starring Sunny, Yuri, Yuna, Hyoyeon, Taeyeon, Honey. That's all of them. Mm-hmm. And all, the all I saw in that song. video was Taeyeon. Wait, wait, is Taeyeon in it? Yes. Okay. I, I was. I get him confused. Was Taeyeon? Sure. <laughs> Taeyeon. That's problematic. The only yeah. two. The only two girls <laughs> I saw there were Sunny and Taeyeon, and then there were three backup dancers. So. Hyoyeon's recognizable. She's always got the blonde hair. <laughs> that's true. Um. They were, it was good. And it they was each better got than like I expected. Equal, they got equal center time. Mm-hmm. Sunny has always kind of been third slash fourth best Yeah, it was weird seeing Girls her in Generation. the front for some of it. Well, and she, I mean, she did like the lead in to one of the choruses or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, like, I'm used to hearing her voice against, I guess, like Tiffany and Jessica's and stuff like that. And it's always sounds a little, it always sounded a little like immature, kind of. Like mm-hmm. she was putting on this shrill kind of backing Girly, tone to it or yeah. something. And um, it what it sounded like a very, it sounded very mature. It sounded like really good. I thought her parts really shone. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for you, Sunny. Work, bitch. Good for you. Uh, and all of them just did really well. The music video was really cute. I liked it. It was good. It's it was weird to like see them again. Kind of like, See five of them. Yeah, I guess so. I don't feel like out. Girls' Generation is ever gonna like. I feel like in like forty years they may decide Girls' to just Generation put in out, the home. They'll just like put out a single, and you know they don't have anything to prove anymore. They can just right. do whatever. That being said, I think they've already broken a couple records by putting this thing out. Yeah, I'm uh, not surprised. Like uh, YouTube, like one day K-pop hits mm-hmm. or something. I don't know, but um. I mean, yeah, Girls' Generation song. will always be K-pop royalty, so it's like it's not surprising. They will. They're... They've earned their places. Mm-hmm. Sun Me's song is good too. I really uh, like Siren. Sun Me's song. Yeah, it's very like uh, '80s ish mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, the thing with Sun Me jam. is like Sun Me. When okay, when did she leave Wonder Girls? Well, Wonder Girls only just disbanded, like, what was it, this year or last year? But yeah. She but, was still in it. Okay, she was still in it. because. Oh, from, well, she left it years and years ago. Oh, uh, like, okay. And then like, she came back? Then she came back to the group when it, like, reformed. 
uh, right before it disbanded. Because, like, I don't know if it's just because that, like, the last one was the last Wonder Girls album before they disbanded that, like, 80s inspired one that I really liked. Or do they have uh, the another album with, after like, that? I feel, I feel you on I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, I think there was one after that, or okay. at least a single or two after that. Um, I don't know if it is like just the combination of that. This song from Sun Me sounds like it belonged on that album because it's like '80s inspired, and that Sun Me was like in Wonder Girls, but just like Sun Me's voice, it's just like it just screams Wonder Girls to me. Like, I, I I feel like when I was listening to that album, I was, like, the main voice that I was hearing in Wonder Girls was Sun Me. And so it's, like, it's very, it's, I don't know, it's very good. I I, I really like the the single that Sun Me put out. And so did I my see. roommate. She was super into it. I see. It is really good. Uh, I feel like Sun Me is one of, like, three K-pop soloists who I always like. Everything mm-hmm. that they come out with. Well, I'm a Her sucker. I'm always a sucker for um for 80s inspired music. So that's an easy sure. an easy win for sure. me. But good and she's K-pop. a mermaid on a washing machine in the music video. Uh, I'm the washing machine. Tag yourself. I'm the washing machine. I'm her legs. Oh my god, her legs. Oh, I guess mermaids don't have legs. Oh yeah, that's you know you're right. I'm her legs in the rest of the. <laughs> what are you dinging? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm twirling my straw around. I can only drink water out of a straw. <sighs> I don't know how you land. I in hate man. water. I hate it. Why don't you just I'm like gonna, pour gonna some... strap me in a jacket and I'm going to be screaming that while they haul me out of here. Mm-hmm. I hate water. God. I hate it. I'm gonna, get out of my body. I'm going to I'm going to call the I'm going to call the people. They're going to take you away. <laughs> get out of my body. Just pour some like crystal light in it or something. I don't know. It's so complicated. Your laugh is so complicated. It's so hard to... Let me tell you a story about Crystal Light. <laughs> Here we go. I shouldn't <laughs> have mentioned it. Just, my glasses fell off. Okay, it's okay. I can talk without having to see. Um, Crystal Light, honey. It's so expensive. They sell it in those little pouches you mix in within a bottle, you know. Mm-hmm. But then when you have a glass... Who knows if that's the same amount of water that you put in a bottle? It's not. So then it's overly sweet. And then if you uh, buy it, you can buy like the big pitcher ones and then just put a couple scoops in your glass. Turns out different every time, honey. Mm-hmm. Science. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, and then you just end up getting over it and then it's just wasted. It just sits in the shelf for like five months and gets all like crystallized. That's You put it in water that it decrystallizes. It dissolves impossible oh my god i swear to god <laughs> i can't i cannot deal i hate with you. it i hate it i like i do love me a glass of pink lemonade as a southerner as a I do southerner love me a glass of pink lemonade god well either buy some crystal light or shut the fuck up about your water I hate water. I hate water. I hate water. I'm going to shout it. I'm going to do an anti-water protest in front of the White House. A water fast where tomorrow. you don't drink water. <laughs> and you're like, see, I'm fine. Okay, Isn't you don't it need it. The that most asshole thing to complain about not liking water. How oh, yeah. fucking privileged. How first I? world. That I, can, that I can hate water. <laughs> Shut up, Joseph. Shut the fuck up. Go well, what's interesting is you would be even more privileged if you hate water to the point where you hire someone to just give you like IV fluids instead of drinking water. So you don't have to drink Honey, it. It just goes into your veins. If I had the money, I'd do it. I'm drinking water right now. I just Straight have Straight out of the Brita. Coke. I'm sick of eating, too. Don't get me started. I feel like... My mouth is so tired. You're essentially in hospice right now. You're, like, I begging for death. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm oh. over it. And I have to wear my fucking glasses because I, like, fucked up my eye. Listen, I'm over it. 
What did you do? How did you fuck up your eye? What did you do? I don't know. I like slept on a pillow weird. You're so fragile. And it fragile. like irritated the... God. <laughs> slept on a pillow weird and it like broke my body in half. Well, you know. I don't know. Well, you I'm... know we did our favorite things like 10 minutes too early. Oh. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Did you do your favorite thing? Was it Sun Me? No, it's not my favorite thing yet. See, we talked about what? yours for 10 minutes, and now we can talk about mine for 10 minutes. I hate water. <laughs> I hate it. I hate water. I hate it. I hate water so I hate much. It. Well, okay, so we did Joe's favorite thing. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about something, and then I'll, then I'll do my favorite thing, because I, okay. I did trigger it 10 minutes early. I don't know how no, this it's works. Fine. Well, um, we usually do, like, you know, drag race. That probably got ingrained in our brains. Oh, God, it's there forever. I just, I'm, if Drag Race, I just, I don't, I can't anyways. I don't know her. I don't know her. Um, did you ever see Crazy Rich Asians? No, but I heard it was amazing. Um, it was good. I wouldn't say it's amazing, mainly because, I don't know, I guess I'm not like the rom-com type. Like, oh, I'm a dude. I don't like rom-coms. Um, or maybe you're just not the minority that it's about. Well, yeah, maybe it's, I'm not. I, I mean, don't actually it was, know what it's about it was really good um i really i enjoyed it like i don't i don't know if i'd watch it again um but it was good and i understand why it's getting so much praise um but i was just curious if you saw it because um i was i was surprised at how good it was for it being a rom-com um but what's her face is in it the girl didn't you watch the first couple episodes of star trek uh whatever it's called discovery discovery the new one? yeah that's the one yeah is it the is it the captain the first captain yeah philippa Giorgio. she's in it she's like the she's the mean rich oh, I mom her. i love oh, her I so her. much um what's her name what I is got... the movie about because it's from what i've seen i don't know if it's like a um like it's an all asian cast right is mm-hmm. it yep it is um and that's basically all i've heard about it Okay, Honestly. so let me give you the rundown. So um, this, uh, she's it's a girl. She's an economics professor in New York. She's dating this guy who's from Singapore, and um, he's like, "Oh, my my brother's having a wedding in Singapore. We should go. Um, I'll take you to Singapore for the wedding during our holiday or whatever." And so she's like, okay. And she doesn't know that he comes from like a crazy rich family. That's like like the the people that turned Singapore into like the conglomerate city that it is. And so mm. she like goes from thinking that she has like this normal boyfriend to this boyfriend that's like in line to succeed to get all this fucking money in this crazy rich family. And she has to like impress his family and her mom or his mom, which is played by Michelle Yeoh. That's her name. Um, Philippa Giorgio. Um she has to like um, impress her and she, you know, looks down upon her because she's not from like a prominent family and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's basically the that's the gist of it. Tale as old as time. Romeo and Juliet. as old as time. The budget was 30 million and box office, it's made 140 million. So, yes, Crazy Rich Asians 2. Uh, well, okay. So, apparently, so it's based off of a book, and apparently, the book is like a trilogy or something. So, there are like, there is a second and third book. Um, so, they might make a second movie based off the second book since this Go one did for so it. well. Shoot. Yeah. Um, we need but, more movies that don't star whiteies. Well, yeah, it's almost like that Asian actors and actresses are are good because they're good actors and actresses. Crazy. What a concept. What a concept. Aquafina was a in concept. it. Constance Wu is the lead girl. 
Um, and she's from um, Fresh Off the Boat, I believe. That's kind of where she got her her big start, which is a, a comedy about uh, an Asian American family. I think it's on ABC or something. Um, and like Ken Jong's in it. A lot of a lot of cool people. It was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, and I don't know. I think you should see it, even if you aren't the biggest rom com fan. You should go support um, this movie. I what was interesting about it is that there were a bunch of like the soundtrack for the movie it was like a bunch of popular songs covered in chinese which i oh, cool. which i noticed um and it was like really funny like because i was like oh like i know this song and then like it's a it's a girl singing it in chinese and i was like oh my god like that's so cool and, like the entire soundtrackers are like is it popular songs um translated into Chinese and it's like you only really notice it if you pay attention because it's in the background because like things are going on obviously and sometimes you know um, backing tracks and background music is is like I said in the background and so it's kind of hard to notice but I I was trying to clock if any of the songs um, were sung in English and none of them were and Wait, so I found so how many Joseph Birdsong songs were translated for the film um oh it's the entire Young and Free Part 1 album Oh, honey. And it played a after it, it, it plays after the credits when the lights turn on and the janitors come into the theater. <laughs> well, you know what? And it I'll plays take it. it plays on one broken Bluetooth speaker in the back. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. In one theater it. in Mississippi. They need new Queen Bee. <laughs> new Queen Bee in Cantonese. Yeah, honey. Send me some C pop. Oh my god. What's what's hip it what's hippin' and hoppin' in, in C pop nowadays? I don't know. The only C-pop artist I know is Jolyn Sai. Jolyn. I don't even know if I say Jolyn. Yep. Yep. And I don't really. I'm sure she's come out with something. I don't know. She her last album was really good, but I don't know if she's had anything since then. I feel like I don't know. I don't know anything about C-pop. If you know anything about C-pop, hit me up. Give me the lowdown. Oh, and she did the she did the collab with Namie. Oh my god. Tomorrow. They god did bless a Namie. J-pop C-pop collab. Ah, uh, love a JC. Love a juice love cleanse. A Unless they're in NSYNC. Oh. Is that is that who's in sync? JC? Um I don't even know which boys and which boy band. They all kind of conglomerate into one like nineties flashback for me. They really do. It's all just denim. Um, it's all just denim, double denim in my Yeah, J C. J C was in NSYNC. Rest in peace. JC is he dead? No, I I hope not. <laughs> Wikipedia doesn't so, say it's dead. not a joke. He came out with um, a studio album called Schizophrenic. Isn't that problematic? In 2004. Wait. Oh. JC. No, that wasn't problematic in 2004, honey. Oh, the things that we could get away <laughs> with in 2004. It's only problematic after Tumblr got big. Okay. Oh, uh, remember Tumblr. Remember Tumblr. Anyways. Good favorite thing. I have a favorite thing finally after 15 minutes of stalling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait, was that your favorite? No, that wasn't your favorite thing. That wasn't my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to listen to you talk about something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me open yep. up Pokemon Go. Yeah, okay. exactly. Plug in your Continue. ears. Continue. Um, Continue. So, my, my <laughs> <laughs> Good God, what the hell was that? <laughs> I had to stall. <laughs> okay, well, it's great. It's fine. It's mm-hmm, great. It's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great okay. and good. My favorite thing, my actual favorite thing this week isn't Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> Schizophrenic by JC Chases Chassis Chave Chave. I don't know. It sounds fake. Mm. It's a YouTube channel that isn't DK One Games. 
Uh, Patreon.com slash DK1Games. Yes! Um, it is a YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash user, because you have to do slash user, which is stupid, slash Helen Rennie. It's a cooking Did channel. YouTube.com. I thought and, it was like slash C. Oh. Helen. How do you spell Rennie? H-E-L-E-N-R-E-N-N-I-E. It's called Helen's Kitchen Cooking School. And she is a Russian-American who lives in Boston. And I found her, I don't know how. I was in like a cooking, like YouTube spiral. And I found her and she makes really, really good cooking videos. And she's very, very passionate about cooking. And she's really, really good at it too. I've used her haul. I think I was, I think it started because I was looking for a hollandaise recipe that was easy. And I found hers and I used it and it was really, really good. Um, She sounds like a Russian spy. She probably is, but she's really good at cooking. Um, I well, think her husband like actually works for Google. With the president, then. Well, yeah, exactly. Maybe, she maybe she, Trump knows her. Yeah, well, ask ask Trump if Trump knows um, <laughs> Helen Rennie. But for real, she makes really good cooking videos. Super, super informative. Um, she's very like in the know with um, other cooking channels and like other cooking sites like America's Test Kitchen and Cooks Illustrated and stuff like that. So she kind of gets she gets recommendations from that. She does a lot of like cook testing videos um, and she she kind of gets into like the science of cooking um, and she's she's really interesting. And I after you got to like, I don't know, I really like her accent. Like, I, I love the way that she speaks in her like Russian um, American accent. And it's like, I don't know, I find it kind of soothing. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, she kind of has like a scientific, um, passion for cooking and she does a lot of like food testing and she tests a lot of recipes and every recipe that I've used from her, it's turned out flawless. Like she has like a foolproof quiche recipe that I want to try because quiche is delicious. Um, and she has one about like, um, knife sharpening, which, cause like, I don't know much about knife sharpening. I need to get my knives sharpened. Um, but she talks about like the different angles of like different types of knives and like how to sharpen a knife properly and like the easiest way to do so in order to like not fuck it up. And I learned a lot from that video. And she kind of she kind of goes through like different sections. Like she had like a whole like month where she talked about sous vide. She had a whole month where she talked about like like pots and pans. She had a whole month where she talked about onions. She had a whole month where she talked about fish. So she kind of goes in sections um, and she really knows what she's talking about. So, um, and the food that she makes is beautiful. So, and she knows how to film shit. So it's just, it's very well put together. She's very well put together. It's a really good cooking channel and she's not very well known. She only has like 55k subscribers compared to like a lot of like really fancy, like Chef John Food Wishes has like a couple million, I think. Um, And she's like up to par with him in terms of quality. So if you're looking for a new food channel and you want a um elegant Russian woman to explain to you how knives should be sharpened properly, you should check out Helen Rennie, H-E-L-E-N-R-E-N-N-I-E. You can just search her name on YouTube and it'll pop up. Um, I recommend the knife sharpening video to start you off. Um, she also has one about um slicing onions in a square instead of like as like a half moon she talks about like different types of thermometers there's a thermometer video um, about like calibrating your thermometers because it can be like 40 degrees off she has they're really interesting it's it's a good channel check her out if you're into science and food um and that's my actual favorite thing this week helen rennie wow. on youtube there you go i'll have to try her uh, i see a pie dough recipe mm-hmm. i don't i'm i've been meaning to make a pie but i don't want to buy a pie crust so many recipes i find are like get your pie crust out of the freezer right like, yeah no. pie pie crust pie dough is um finicky 
Um, and it's it's a lot easier to make Pido if you have like um, like a food processor or a lot of counter space. I don't know. It just it seems like it, there's a lot of I mean, I'm sure it would be amazing doing it from scratch, but I just don't have the effort. I'm too lazy. That's why a lot of people buy store bought Pido. I got to make uh, I'm making pumpkin spice cookies later. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, that sounds so well, good. Because we're going to the beach, and I was like, oh, I'll bring something. And at first, it was going to be a cake, and then it, like, devolved into cupcakes. And then I was like, I don't have fucking time. It's going to be pumpkin spice cookies. Ooh, do you have a good recipe? I got a really good recipe. I have a good recipe. There are a few changes I've made to it. Mm, What are your your alterations? Um, Well, there's a couple spices. There's Instead of nutmeg, it's not a big change. I'm just putting in pumpkin pie spice, which has nutmeg in it, mm-hmm. but which has a few other things in it, too. That You're making it a little I more complex in the flavor profile. Making a little, you know, I want this to hit your tongue now. I want this to hit your tongue later. And then I'm going to hit you over the head when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Beautiful. Oh, so I got to do that after we're done. But no, I'll check her out. She, I'm on her channel now. Looks cool. Yeah, she, she does she's, cooking classes in Boston. Yes. Yeah, so what's interesting is like if you're in the Boston area, she like holds like cooking classes for like adults and children. Um, I think she like holds it like at her house, which is crazy. But yeah, you can check her out. Um, she's on like social media, too. So give her a shout out. Tell her that social she's amazing. media, honey. Who isn't on it? The uh, teens. The teens. But she but she's on it. I don't know. She uh, she kind of reminds me if anyone knows. um anyone ever watch the real o'neills um the main actor who <laughs> was in the real o'neills what is his name noah galvin she kind of looks like noah galvin like and i think it's just the haircut Anyways, i have no idea who that is if you know who that is hit me up let me know if, if helen rennie looks like noah galvin anyways good favorite things i stalled enough we're good good favorite things Ta-da. i caught an execute oh good i'm backyard. glad you were doing something useful while i was talking <laughs> Oh, yeah. I had to make sure there wasn't a Machamp raid going on around me. I, what does that even look like, a Machamp raid? Honey, you got to raid the Machamps, honey. You go and you make out with them a little well, bit. Well, just use protection, okay? Is it bestiality if you kiss a human Absolutely. Pokemon? Oh, not even going to let you I'm not even going to let you finish that. <laughs> Anyways, right, well, we've got a question mm-hmm. uh, in the form of an email message. Mm, uh, an email electronic says, mail. Electronic mail. Uh, Britney Spears once saying, email me your heart. Uh, I don't know if that was Britney. Um, I think it was. I think you're right. Anyway, it says, hey, Sam and Joe, it's Connor from the UK. I really appreciate the show. I recently became a patron and I'm loving the after shows. Thank you, Connor. Great plug. They're going to be an after show this weekend. Yeah, hopefully I'm I edit it right. That's the truth. I'm going through some big life changes and wanted your professional advice. I'm going to be starting university in a city far away from my small town. And me and my boyfriend of three years, three and a half years, have decided to break up instead of doing long distance. So my first question is, do you have any tips on how to get over someone when the breakup was mutual? So... You can't just channel the grief into anger. Mm. Secondly, for Joe, although I think this applies to both of us, do you have any advice about being at university as a mature student since I'm in my early 20s and think it could be difficult to find deep connections around people who maybe are still immature? Thanks so much and sorry for the giant question. Corner. I love a corner. Corner. Mm, creamed corner. Corner from the UK. Oh, no. I'm sure that's not how you talk, Connor. I'm sorry. And if it is, Yikes. then that's fine, too. If it is... <laughs> backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Fuck it all. Uh, okay. I have never had a mutual breakup. <laughs> Ooh, yikesies. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Um, can't you still be angry? You can still be angry. I feel like anger anger is a, a very natural emotion. But I'm imagining if you if it's a mutual breakup, it's probably more frustrating because there's no one really to blame, right? Like it's easier when it's like, oh, like I can be mad at so and so because he broke up with me. Like you have a target <laughs> to like channel right. your feelings towards. But if it's That's a mutual true. breakup, it's like I can't blame him. I can't blame me. I just have to blame the situation, which is like more abstract. So I feel like your energy is like, I don't have anywhere for this energy to go. Like, I want to be angry at someone and I can't be angry at anyone. So that that feels frustrating, right? I think so. I think that I think it kind of applies to every relationship, though, when Mm -hmm. when a breakup or a mutual does. Oh, what did Gwyneth Paltrow call it when her and her husband a mutual Uh, um, uncoupling uncoupling? Oh, God, you should. Connor, use that. Use it. So we've it's been mutually uncoupled. Mutual uncoupling. Um, God, get your jade egg out of your vagina. When any, I think she just had to settle a lawsuit about. Yeah, those jade yeah she eggs, fucking did. God. Um, I think when any relationship ends, you kind of have to think of it as like, hey, it, like in this case, that was three and a half really cool years. Mm-hmm. Like there were, we had a lot of fun in those three and a half years, and I'm gonna have a lot of more fun. Uh, in this new experience and yeah i don't know i feel like we when we break when we go through a breakup we we want to be angry Mm -hmm. kind of and it's not necessary like it's fine if you are and you know it's all about channeling that or whatever but it's you can also can look at the good too right exactly not just the bad well i think you should uh, i think a a big part of it is giving yourself permission to grieve the relationship because like three and a half years is not a small amount of time like that's a decent chunk of time in your life right and like joe was saying like those are probably some really good times in your life and so i say don't kick yourself while you're down like give yourself permission to grieve the relationship for as long as you need you know um yeah you can express the grief in other ways other than anger yeah that's true Mm -hmm. anger sadness um you eat could a box of cookies. Eat a box of cookies. You could sleep around with a bunch of mysterious men. Whatever helps you skydive. out. Skydive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, or you could skydive. Pick up a craft. Mm-hmm. Eat some crabs. <gasps> eat cheeses. Oh my God, you live in the UK. You are, there's cheese everywhere. There's cheddar as far as the eye can see. There's so much cheddar. Um, What's the, what's the term? The best way to get over someone is under someone else. I don't know if that's true, but um, give yourself permission to date when you're ready. But give yourself, but also give yourself permission to grieve. Um, I guess the problem is you're probably looking, you're obviously looking for something to blame. And since you can't blame your significant other, you got to blame the situation, which is like, where's this energy going? But I think the one thing, so fucking corny, the one thing Uh that like helps heal you over like a relationship is just time. You just got to wait it out. And it time sucks. After time. Time after time. When you are staying, you will, and you will find me. Just listen to that instead. Listen to some sad music. Find a therapist to talk about, about your feelings with. Young and Free Part One. What? Who it's is a good that? way to take out your anger. Yeah, you take the CD and you <laughs> smash it. <laughs> Think if you really want to turn it into anger, think of other places your life has failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take it out on yourself internally. <laughs> Honey, bottle it up. Heart yeah. instant heart attack in ten years. Yeah, bottle it up. You. Start becoming Honey, aggressive. Anxiety attacks. Get Honey, arrested. Play the killer in Dead by Daylight. Channel it into uh-huh. alcoholism. Those oh. are good tips. 
I'm was, sorry, the, we're bad at this. Don't listen to the last of our mm-hmm. the last pieces of those no. I feel like um, only time helps. Um, talk with your friends, ask for support, um, and just like give yourself permission to feel sad and angry. Like, don't don't be like, oh, I need to get over this right now. Like, give yourself permission to to grieve your relationship. I like the second part of this question uh, about being a, quote, mature student. Yeah. And early 20s, mature student. <laughs> like, uh, I was like what does that mean? Age as all of them. Yeah, exactly. Every, so, like, the way that our our society tells us we have to, to do college right now is mm-hmm. you go straight to college out of high school. So you're like 18, 19 when you start and you should be graduated when you're like 22, 23. Yeah, exactly. I think I graduated, I think I was like 25, maybe 26. Like it wasn't that much longer. Uh, and of which course, degree was that? I, this is my creative writing degree. Okay. So I graduated Philadelphia and then I went back to Arkansas and I started doing the creative writing degree for two mm-hmm. more years. Um, it was different from going directly from high school to college. Right. Because I did feel feel a deep connection with the other people who were entering college at that time. And I formed really deep bonds with those people because um, we were all still we were all learning about life. And it was our first time in college and we hadn't mm-hmm. had any experience outside of school, you know. Yeah. But when I went back after having life experience, having lived on my own, having done all that shit, it was almost kind of better. Like, mm. I feel like I could watch other people and it was good too because i still looked like i was like 18 oh honey you've looked 14 for 160 years thank you thank you (laughs) uh and so i looked like i fit in but i had more wisdom Mm -hmm. i had didn't have a lot of more they didn't know that you were actually a witch from the forest i didn't know honey i was born in 1700 Mm -hmm. okay uh, no, it was easier for me to have conversations with the professors. Mm-hmm. It was easier for me to have a more um, objective look at my grades. I and feel like that you take it more seriously is, when you're older. You take it more seriously, but you also understand. And that's because you understand what matters more. Like, yeah. The other kids are still trying to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. And you've you've got a better handle. You may not still know who you are, but you've got a better handle on it than most people because you've got more life experience. Um, and you're so you don't need to, like, still find yourself by making a whole lot of, like, bad early college decisions. You, you know, can like still make some out, bad decisions, though. You can still make some bad decisions, like going out to parties late or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also connected a whole lot with uh, one of my great friends the second time I went around to college. She was 10 years older than me. Um, and she was, a, a obviously, she had gone back to school, too. And we just got along really well. Like, yes. you know, it was easy to talk to her. And I don't know, we both kind of had the same perspective on things. And um, yeah, you you will find other people. Like, you're not going to be the oldest person in college. No, in you're never 20s. the oldest person there. You're going to find people who you can relate to because every type of person in the world goes to college. Yeah, exactly. Good tip. Just the tip. Tip of the week. Ugh, no. It's tip of the week. Anyways, good tip. Here's a tip. It's a week. Okay, no. Put them together. We gotta gotta wrap it up. Gotta wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We always need more questions. You can, uh, Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Mm -hmm. For all you Patreon patrons, there will be an after show this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise. We will be back next week with a regular episode. Probably not, hopefully, talking about how much we hate water and being problematic. But you never know. Stay tuned. Yeah, next week, cheese of the week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Darren C. Fabian P. Feliciano D. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Max S. Megan N. Michael C. Mike B. Nicholas M. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.